Heads up if you are in the Kaiser healthcare system. If you have a short attention span, here's a quick version. Kaiser workers authorized to strike. Contract ends September 30th. If you care about labor movements, consider moving appointments to before September 30th or just delaying them. Now for the more detailed information. Kaiser Workers and the Service Employees International Union United Healthcare Workers West have voted 98% to authorize a strike. That is 58,000 Kaiser Workers in California. 15,000 Kaiser Workers in Colorado already authorized with 99%. Here's a portion of the press release from SEIU UHW. This could be the largest healthcare strike in U.S. history as workers say Kaiser executive refused to acknowledge the decline in patient service and care and negate the struggle of the workforce to keep up with the high cost of living in areas where Kaiser operates. Earlier this year, Kaiser announced to patients that it would increase premiums by as much as 15% without offering any details for improvements in care. Funny, I don't see that email in my inbox. Here are some other things they're proposing. Slashing performance bonuses for frontline workers while paying top dollar to managers and executives who do not directly interact with patients. This will demoralize frontline caregivers by sending a clear message that they are not priority for Kaiser. Removing protections against subcontracting and outsourcing jobs to low-wage for-profit companies creating less stability in the workforce. And probably making life worse for patients like me. Offering starting pay for certain entry-level positions that is not even competitive with fast food and retail chains in high-cost urban centers Kaiser operates it. Continuing the ongoing trend from the past two years where wages have failed to keep up with the rising cost of living and refusing to make serious commitments to develop the existing workforce to perform desperately needed hard-to-fill jobs and train and recruit the volume of new staff needed to meet the projected workforce shortfall. Every one of these proposals from Kaiser will make staffing problems worse and continue to delay care to patients, said Dave Reagan, president of the union. Kaiser has failed to bargain in good faith with the caregivers who are doing nearly everything they can to protect patient safety. Nearly 60,000 frontline workers in Kaiser facilities have overwhelmingly voted to authorize a strike because we will simply not stand by as Kaiser violates the law and puts patients at risk. Other issues healthcare workers are worried about are a series of unfair labor practices relating to bargaining in bad faith, along with simmering staff concerns related to unsafe staffing levels that can lead to dangerously long wait times. That explains why the first appointment my dad can get for a stress test is October. Mistaken diagnosis. Oh, what Kaiser is famous for, at least in my life. And neglect. After years of COVID pandemic and chronic understaffing, Kaiser healthcare workers are calling on management to provide safe staffing levels. I notice they're not calling on Kaiser to require masking. How sad. Even as some frontline healthcare heroes live in their cars and patients wait longer for care, Kaiser released new financials this month, indicating they made $3 billion in profit in just the first six months of this year. Despite bringing a nonprofit organization, which means it pays no income taxes on its earnings and extremely limited property taxes, Kaiser has reported more than $24 billion in profit over the last five years. Kaiser's CEO has compensated more than $16 million in 21 and 49 executives at Kaiser are compensated more than $1 million annually. Kaiser Permanente has investments of $113 billion in the U.S. and abroad, including in fossil fuels, casinos, for-profit, prisons, alcohol companies, military weapons, and more. Love learning new things about the place where most of my money goes. Oh, and would you look at that? I just got an email reminding me to pay my premium bill. The contract is up September 30th in two weeks. If you have any appointments scheduled for October, I'd see if you can move them either earlier over the next two weeks or delay them until after the strike. 
Obviously, this is one of those cases of pikuach nefesh, which is the Jewish rule that your mental, physical, spiritual, emotional health goes before any Jewish law, like fasting or keeping Shabbat or whatever. But I think it applies here too. If you're going to be in trouble, if you don't go to an appointment, don't not go because you'd be crossing a picket line. My guess is they're not going to picket every day. It's going to be more like Unite Here Local 11, the SoCal hotel workers who are picketing some days and aren't others. But still, just move your appointments, get your COVID and flu shot now, or just decide you're going to be getting it at some sort of drugstore pharmacy. And finally, if for any reason you're like, well, why is this crossing the picket line? Because when the workers walk out, they're going to get scabs, and those are the people you're going to deal with when you go to your appointment. This is one of those situations where, unfortunately, regular people can very easily cross the picket line. So if you can, shift around your appointments as needed. I think I'm going to see if I can make a PT appointment before the 30th, even though I don't necessarily need to because we don't know how long the strike is going to last. As always, solidarity forever. The unions make us strong. Short Cast Club.